Oh, yeah. Can you reveal? You want to bring it in, Taylor? Mm-hmm. Hi! Hey, Muffin Mouth. Welcome back to <laughs> Music Mondays. we got a special guest for you this week. And her name is Josie! Hi! Wow! Two guests in a row. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We know you guys are bored with us, so we got two we guests. Had to get, we have to get other people to do our podcast because we are trash. Yeah, I'm spicy. eating a muffin. You are spicy. Because I'm hungover. On, Off of on one, one drink. drink. <laughs> it's, I can't talk, though. I had two whole drinks this is before cool. 11 so p.m., loud. and I didn't feel well this morning because I apparently am a, in like 97 years old. Also, listen, I felt really bad because Taylor's birthday was yesterday, but we were waiting in line to get, and I said, I'm tired and I'm going to go home. I'm sorry. And then I ditched everyone and I felt bad, but I went to McDonald's and then I went to bed. I wasn't mad about it. I was mixing, so you know how I make spicy ranch? Well, she knows how to make spicy ranch. Oh my god. I get a buffalo cup and a ranch cup at McDonald's, and I put a little buffalo sauce in the ranch cup and stir it with a fry. Spicy ranch. Oh, that's actually really smart. It's really good, and everybody in my life hates it. I'm glad that you are here for me. I feel like that'd be really good. I like, it is really good. I like sriracha, like mixed with like other sauces yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. And it's on, a, on McDonald's fries? Yum. Good stuff. Um, but I mix it in Megan's bed, and she was like, I swear to God, if you get your spicy ranch on my bed. <laughs> but that's it. I'm done. So this week, we're talking about Billie Eilish. Yay! Her last name is not Eilish. I think Eilish is her middle name, or she has two last names. It's probably two last names. Eilish, I don't feel like is a... Her name's actually Eilish Eilish Eilish. Her, That's her um, cool name. <laughs> I mean, it could be her middle name. Her brother's name is Phineas, so like they're oh, a family yeah, that like does weird names. Uh, her last name's O'Connell. She is seventeen years old, and I made a note on here that says, "Bitch, what the fuck? Who gave her the right?" <sighs> I'm like a hundred years old. She was fifteen when she started with Ocean Eyes. I think that I think about how that's like my sister's age. My sister's sixteen, and it hurts me mm-hmm. deeply. Nothing against my sister. It's just like back that she's my sister's age. Mm-hmm. What it's was so I much. doing at like fifteen? Like nothing important. No, when I was fifteen. I was working at a golf course. Yeah, I was at McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's when I was sixteen. I have no recollection of being fifteen at all. So mm-hmm. it's a big blackout. It's okay. <laughs> I would. I it wasn't anything good. <laughs> I have one specific. So when I was fifteen, that was freshman year of high school, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in show choir, but we had to buy a crimper for our hair. And we only used the crimper for one show, and then they're like, we don't like that. I, I kept the crimper, okay? I used it more than once. So at 15, I was crimping my hair with the nice. crimper. And she's making, making hits. <laughs> and I was crimping my hair. <laughs> yeah. So she has over 750 million streams in just under three years. Me too. She released Ocean Eyes in 2016 and blew up immediately. People were like, oh, this is that shit. Let's listen more. This is that shit. I feel like it was very Tumblr-esque in a very yep. Tumblr time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Um, she's uh, collabed with people like Khalid and Vince Staples. I love that song that she has with Khalid. Um, I don't remember the name of it at this Yeah, it's moment. a good one. Heretic. <laughs> uh, 
Can't help myself. The internet is so slow. Do you like that? that Lovely song? with Khalid. It has 468 million plays on Spotify. Is that Spotify. her top song on Spotify? No, her top song right now is Bad Guy. Nice. Um, Bury a Friend has 235.8 million streams. Bad Guy has 94 million streams. All of her songs have a bazillion. She has 39.3 million monthly listeners. Okay. <laughs> and she... Sure. Um, she has 6 million followers on Spotify. I think that's the highest we've ever seen. Probably. Other than Panic, maybe? But even then, I don't think they were that... I think, I think, because it said she's 16th in the world, I feel like Panic maybe was a little higher. But barely. Hold on. I'll find out. So last week when I was filling this out, she was 16th in the world. Mm -hmm. With... 36 million. Panic has 22 million monthly listeners. How many wow. followers, though? Wait, hold on. I have to figure out how to work my laptop. I'm out. 6.5 million. Okay, so yeah. That oh, was... there, she's way higher than Panic in the world. Never she's, mind. She's 11th in the world now, so in a week, she went from 16th to 11th. Panic is 69. <laughs> of oh, course we know are. what that means. <laughs> Brendan, I love you. He, <laughs> I... I'm in love with Brendan Yuri. Yeah. I have been for so long. Everybody is. He's You're just, right. He's, he's really good. good. Um, you should see me in a crown, which was the first single for, from this album. Um, hit over a million streams in 24 hours. Christ. Um, she's consistently sold out headlining tours before releasing a full length album. How do you do that? I don't know. What do you What do you perform? Pitchfork called her obscenely famous. Yeah. And I think that is hilarious. Yeah. She's she's like one of those people that it's so famous that you're like, that's a little gross. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, can, like, can you imagine being in her position and like having so many people know who you are? I don't think I would enjoy that. Especially at that age, like at the, at the age of 17, like I can't imagine having to deal with like the media being so mean and Right. I didn't know who I was when yeah. I was seven. I still don't, really. And I especially wouldn't want all those people knowing who I was. When and I trying to tell know. you, like, how to be right. as an artist. Yeah. That's a lot. Sorry. Oh, you're good. I just <laughs> don't want it to sound far away. So I'm we're talking about, I don't think I said the name of it, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? It was released on March 29th, 2019. It was. Um, it was produced and engineered by her brother, Phineas O'Connell, um, and it's all done through Interscope Records. Um, her brother, so all of the songs were written by either Billy herself or in cooperation with her and her brother. Her brother. So, that's kind of neat. Yeah. It's like a family operation. Um, it had great critical reception from both music journalists and other artists. And the public, obviously, mm -hmm. has responded very well to it. So, like, it's wild. It, de it debuted at number one on the UK charts, making Billy the youngest solo female act to top the chart. And now it's similar um, on American charts as well. Like, she's the youngest female to ever be number one on the Billboard, Billboard charts. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. It's a lot. Outselling Hannah Montana. <laughs> Man. That's a feat. Yeah, she is the first artist born in this millennium to debut at number one. 
That's crazy. That's cool. Our generation is cool. Like I, I love how music has evolved um, to be more like involved in the media and like listeners can like contact the artists and talk to them and mm-hmm. I feel like that really helps artists kind of get their like lift a little bit. It it allows you like obviously the media is harmful in some ways, but it's mm-hmm. I think it's really good for artists, especially people of this scale. Right. It it kind of humanizes them mm-hmm. in a, li- a little bit cuz like you can like like interact with them yeah. more and just kind of like not look into their private life, but like kind of just get a little bit of a window of who they are as a human being. Right. So, I like I like living in today's day and age where I'm like, "Oh, Beyoncé tweeted this." Ha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's not relevant to me, but I like knowing that my favorite artists also like eat a muffin for breakfast or something, you know what I mean? A flat squished muffin. My muffin's so squished. Yeah, like like you like think about Beyoncé just like chilling on her couch, like tweeting. tweeting. Yeah. I love it. I'm convinced, this is a sidebar, I literally one time was like, do you think that Beyonce poops? I just don't. I think she has someone that does that for her, probably. She's just she also so famous. She probably coffee enemas every night. Oh, jeez. That video, or that, what if that I started My Strange Addiction was so good. Yeah, that was a traumatizing My Strange Addiction. Uh, speaking of, speaking My Strange Addiction. <laughs> that's one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, partially. Because of the office samplings from Threat Level Midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, and I like how she just threw it on her, and she's like, I like this, that's why. <laughs> yeah, like in an interview, this. they were like, what's your strange addiction? She was like, burritos? <laughs> yeah, me. I mean, that was probably my strange addiction at 17, 17. too. I, just, I think it's so funny to know, um, Carly, I'm sorry, I'm just going to apologize to her now. The, like, soft boy, the, like, aesthetic Tumblr girl, like, wah. Like, Carly's not cringy, but mm-hmm. um, she's, like, she's she's really cool and way cooler than me. She's really, she reaches all audiences, but she's really pandering to that one. Like, in but so successfully. Yeah. Like, she's doing, it's, it's perfect. Like, she is the, like, the leader of all of them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's true. She doesn't look like she's 17, though. No. Mm-hmm. Well, do any 17-year-olds look like they're 17? Look at my sister. Not anymore. Not in today's day and age. Someone asked... I was ugly. Oh, now my they, God. Now they know how to, like, do makeup correctly and stuff. Like, you too, yeah. man. My, my sister and I, somebody asked if we were twins, and I was like, she is six years younger than I am. Also, you guys don't look... We have different fathers. Right. And I'm like... Well, you guys look different enough that I would never say that you were yeah, twins. Yeah, no. I don't know where that came from i think it was like oh they look similar in age are they twins it's like that doesn't that's not what that means always she's (laughs) like like, what five or six years younger than you yeah she's 16 right now (laughs) so yeah i don't know where that came from but we were also in florida so like florida people are just a whole different they're like this girl isn't a gator they must be twins (laughs) i I don't know how i got to that my mom my, my mom was like no and then she tried like She's like talking to my mom about us for a long time. My mom was like, mm, "Okay, <laughs> why are you still talking about my children to me? This is very weird. They're over there." Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I also listed "Bad Guy" and "All the Good Girls Go to Hell" as my favorites because I couldn't choose one. Um, I liked "Bad Guy." Mm-hmm. "Bad Guy" 
is a song that's unlike anything we've heard before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like my favorite thing about Billie is that she's she's only doing what we would expect from her, mm-hmm. but but it's what she it wants to do. Well. Right. Yeah, and it's like also like her. Boundaries. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. I have so I felt like this album was like split into halves, like two halves, like the first half. The, like, the weird, like, like, that sound, you know what I'm talking about? Like, her mm-hmm. weird vocal stuff. I was like, okay, cool. I also felt so squishy. Like, listen, to, I don't know how to describe it. Like, not in a bad way. I was just like, wow, is this what it's like to be in a crowded area and just be high off your ass and just be like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. Like, that's how, I, that's how I felt listening to the first half. And then the second half, I was just crying the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... That's my distinct opinion. Yeah, on basically it. anything from Fairy of Friend down. Mm-hmm. And with eight, My Strange Addiction should be swapped with eight, even though eight's mm-hmm. the eighth track on the album, so it makes sense. But eight to the end is all like tears, and everything above is fun. Although Zanny should be at the end as well. Mm-hmm. Which, originally, I hated Zanny. And the more that I've listened to the album, the more I like Zanny. It's like. Good for her. She's making it, like letting everybody know that although all of her friends clearly do Xanax, she does not. I saw in an interview she was someone was like, "Why did you write Xanny?" She was like, "I'm tired of watching my friends die. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sick of it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't. Lil Peep. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, wasn't she good friends with him? Yeah, she was good friends with Lil Peep, and I think X too. Yeah, and which how did? I don't know. Everybody knew X X. Like, I feel like he just... Extension board? Yeah. yeah. Extension. He just got around musically, I mm-hmm. guess. He, uh, he influenced... He had behavior. Bad Baby? I don't want anybody talking bad about Bad Baby on this podcast. <laughs> Are you a Bad Behavior fan? Yeah. I, I watched her. I, watched I don't her. care. I'm going to say it. I love her. I love Danielle Brigoli. She's <laughs> actually not... Like, she's so annoying, but she's not the worst. Yeah, she's not the worst. There's, like, there's been way worse people. I watched her like, Snapchat series. Oh, Did you gosh. watch that? Yeah, she's, like, her personality's really out there. Like, I feel like, would I be, like, is she the type of friend I would invite over for, like, a sleepover and confide in her about, like, my deepest, darkest thoughts? No. no, but, like, if I want a crackhead friend to make me, like, to, like, hang around and make me feel happy and, like, beat somebody up, I would go to her. Mm-hmm. So. And she has a song about Gucci flip-flops. Oh my gosh, I really do like that song, actually. It's a decent one, actually. Yeah. It's just about Gucci flip-flops. Yeah. Because what else do you sing about when you're 15? I don't know, going to the park. Gov- a government class, <laughs> prom, um, the square pizza at lunch. Well, like, yeah, she I don't dropped know. out of school, so I think she there's all of well, her subject probably. matter. <laughs> um, I keep saying oopies to people instead of oopsies. And then today we were leaving Starbucks and that guy was in my way and I said, Scoozy. <laughs> Just because I forget people don't know me. Oh, last night when we were leaving McDonald's, like, you know how I, I don't move through crowds well. You know this very well about me. I, whenever I'm in a crowded place or literally anybody that I don't know is near me, I shut down completely. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I don't know what to do. Last night we were leaving McDonald's and there was a group of people standing in the doorway. Megan goes around and I went like this and I went, excuse me. 
and I went right through them. And then I got out the door and I went, oh, that was awful. <laughs> I had to say, excuse me. Last night we tried to make our way onto the dance floor, but of course it was like right where everybody comes onto the dance floor, so mm-hmm. that part was severely congested. And I got to the part, you know, where there's all those speakers on the one side? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got there, and then everyone just like closed in on me, and I saw Josie like through some people. I said, I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to. I was like, there was like, no room. At oh all. god! And then we ended up going to the end, but yeah. I'm like, oh my god! I never like. I'm pretty good at navigating a crowd, and in that moment, I felt trapped. I just stick my elbows out, and like, if you get, if I say excuse me, and you don't move, I'll elbow you. And if you have a problem with that, well, I said excuse me. So yeah, you, you guys a, are my heroes. Not a warning for my sharp elbows. We're very similar. <laughs> like literally, Taylor has. Taylor has pulled me through so many crowds. <laughs> it's true. Like, because I will, I will be in front of her. It, I, I feel like it always ends up that I'm slightly in front of you, and I'm freaking out, and I look at you, and you go, you want me to do it? And I go, yeah. And then she pulls me through the crowd. It's like a thing that we have now. It doesn't matter what we're doing, but if it's social, and Leah's, like, panicking a little bit, I can see it in her eyes. I go, you want me to do it? Like, there was the day that... She ordered a coffee, and oh, they, yeah. for some reason, put coconut milk in it instead of soy. And, like, oh, and gross. she was, like, I got to Starbucks, and she was just standing there like this. <laughs> I literally was holding it out towards him, and he was ignoring me, and I wasn't just saying kept, anything, but I was just, like, like, he just kept going back and forth, he was, like, drink for Sally, and I was, like, Kevin, and Leah's, like, and I said, do you want me to do it? And she goes, no, I have to do it. I did, after, like, five whole minutes of that, though. Yeah. I had been there for a long time by the time Taylor got there, just like shaking yeah. and standing there like this. Like, <laughs> please notice me so I can. And then I went, This is supposed to have soy. <laughs> and then she goes, The girl, he gives it to the other girl next to him. She goes, Does it taste like soy? I said, No. No. <laughs> I hate when you like try to correct something and people get crappy with you and you're like, It's my drink. Yeah. If, I, yeah. if, if it was made right, and I didn't like it, I would still give it back because that's Starbucks's creed. Right. You're right. Yeah. Well, did you hear, did you tell her the story of the Duncan incident? I think oh, I yeah, told it last did. night. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a low point for me. Just <laughs> tears. And I feel like, I feel like, I don't know if it's just because I hyper, yeah. I don't know if it's just because I hyper focus on my like, crippling social anxiety. I don't have social anxiety, but like just in weird situations like that, I just freak out for some reason. I don't know if it's because I hyper-focus on it and like just they're so traumatic or if those things just happen to me a lot, you know? I think that you don't, you don't have social anxiety, but you do not handle any type of like surface level confrontation yeah. well at all. Literally any, any level of conflict, like at all, I cannot deal with. Even if that's just, hey, you, You've made my order wrong. Even if somebody somebody will like bring me something and that's like not gluten free and I cannot eat it and I'm still like I'm really sorry but I can't eat this physically because of my body. <laughs> so can you? There's this thing in my body that says no gluten and yeah. you brought me gluten and I'm like yeah but please take it away. Man, also <laughs> I felt so bad last night. I was like I was like Megan, Taylor hates me, <laughs> and she's like no she does not and I'm like I left I left them. And she's like, she's with all her other friends. I was like, I, you're like, I'm her only friend. No, <laughs> no, that matters. I, no, I was, I felt so bad because I was like, I left them all. They're all celebrating Taylor's birthday, and I'm not, and I'm a terrible friend. 
Oh, you missed it. There was a frog. Oh, landed on my leg. Landed on her ankle. Ew. And then I was like, I almost booted that frog. Booted him. Yeeted him across the parking lot because <laughs> I did not know what was on my leg. And then I, he jumped down and I was like, whoop, there's a frog. And then he jumped onto my boot. <laughs> I was like trying to get him because there were cars, you know? And I was like, yeah. oh my God, this frog can't get hit by a car. That'll be the worst thing to ever happen <laughs> on the planet, like ever. And so I was like trying to like use my boots to keep him from hopping out and Chris was trying to pick him up and then he landed on my boot and I didn't know what to do. So I yelled, Max, Max help, there's a frog on my boot. <laughs> and Max was like, what do you want me to do? But Max is very animal friendly vegan in vet school. So I was like, Max will know what to do with this, Max frog. Will help this frog. He knows how to save all of, he knows how to save the earth. He took it, we were almost at the front of the line. He took it all the way back to like Levy. 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 Levy's hand. <laughs> the laundromat. Lie, lie, lie. And he was like, he didn't want to get off my hand. And he was a cute little guy. And his cute little, little guy. In his little British accent. I love Max so much. Should we talk about Billy? Maybe. God <laughs> uh, damn it. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. What's your favorite, Joe's? Um, I really liked Ilo Milo, is that how you said? And like, I really liked how. Well, at the beginning, or at the end of Bury a Friend, and Bury a Friend came out, like, the beat that you hear, I remember hearing it and being like, that's so out of place, like, why is that? And then when she released the album, obviously the beat is from Ilo Milo, and then it goes into Ilo Milo. And I just like that song as a whole. I think it's cute. And I also liked You Should See Me in a Crown, because I feel like that was very, I don't know, it was very Billy-esque, while also, also being very fresh and, like, deserving of being on the radio like I feel like all of her old stuff was really good but like never got the radio play that it deserved so when you, you should see me or yeah when you, you should see me in a crown came out like and it started getting played on the radio I was really happy about that because she deserved it yeah yeah she um that was actually one of my critiques on the album was that I wish that you should see me in a crown and when the party's over weren't on the album yeah because they've been out for so long. Like, You Should See Me in a Crown, when did that come out? A long time ago. Maybe they like took it off since it's like on the album. November, maybe? December? It was a long time ago. I feel like it came out like last summer. But maybe I'm on crack. I feel I'm like not it was sure. last fall. I, I, like, I remember driving in the car. Mm, the top was up, so it was a little mm-hmm. cold. And mine was Mustang, so it had to be in the fall. They have, her and her boyfriend both have bright yellow vehicles. Yeah. Good. Yeah, mine's banana colored and his is lemon colored. Mm. <laughs> right. The difference. Yeah, and there is a difference. <laughs> um, but yeah, what am I... My favorite song? Um, probably I Love You because, of course, I have a thing for ballads. You know me. <laughs> um, I stood in Starbucks this morning and was getting very emotional. It, I like how it's like this kind of like torn apart relationship song i'm in a very happy committed one and i'm still like oh wow Mm -hmm. but yeah that's my favorite one i think um i also really like listen before i go because i'm just i'm into slow songs you're a ballad person i am a ballad person (laughs) um also i really liked how on spotify they all had the like special art for each song yeah i didn't like the tarantula one Oh, I love yeah. that one. Because I have a, a very 
irrational fear of spiders. Well, she didn't even put it in her mouth. That was the only thing. Yeah. I was like, Billy, like that tarantula did not want to go into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like you should have never put a spider in your mouth. Like how did you put a tarantula in your mouth without getting like little tarantula hairs on your tongue? But, yeah. Like, cool for you. I just probably would I never just put shivered. A, <laughs> I personally probably would never put a tarantula in my mouth. Just, no. Like that's a personal pleasure. You know the I'm video. Really like roughly. <laughs> <laughs> The video for, um, is it when the party's over that she has the yeah. the black tears? I don't know. There was also a scary one. Was it Goodbye that was the scary one? The video? Not video, but like the little thing on Spotify. There oh, was a yeah. Scary one. That was Goodbye, yeah. Which I want to talk about Goodbye. We'll get there. Um, but that was not fake. Like, that wasn't CG. Yeah, she... She can actually do that. Yeah. Wait, with what kind of tears? Black tears. Have oh, you not seen it? I, I think I have seen that. Yeah, There's like, like this thing. Have you? Man, I've described this to so many people and nobody. Like, they like put these like basically like plastic little things right here, but then they also like drifted one. Like the CGI was edited out for the two little tubes right here, but mm-hmm. other than that, like she literally just had like black shit in her eyes like for a day. Well, there's also, did nobody go to school with kids that could drink milk and then it could come out of their eye hole? I, I, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I oh, just, so she actually did that too. I think so. Gross. Because she mean, drank that whole glass of, I think it was probably like activated charcoal. Yeah. Ugh. I, side note, don't drink activated charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Don't yeah. put that in your body unless you're dying of alcohol poisoning or any kind of poisoning. It's just going to clean you right out, huh? Yeah. This muffin's really good, you guys. Um, <laughs> July 18th, 2018 is when she released You Should See Me in a Crown. Dang. October 17th, 2018 was when the party's over. And then January 29th was um, when we all fall asleep. Where do we go? Which I loved all of her music video. Oh, sorry. I loved all of her music videos. Like, I feel like her Billie Billie Eilish experience Mm -hmm. was very well put together. Like, I feel like it also gave you an extra look inside of, like, what she was thinking. Like, I I love artists' visual interpretations of their songs. Like, I love watching music videos. And I hate how it's, like, MTV, like, music videos in the morning isn't a thing anymore because Mm -hmm. I feel like you really do get a better sense of, like, what a song is when you see the music video and see what their vision was Mm -hmm. when they wrote the song. I love the bad guy music video. Mm-hmm. Because it's like the first time we could just see personality out of her. Yeah. And not her acting as like her favorite genre is horror. And right. Like, so she's been acting this whole time. But and then in Bad Guy, she was candid and took out her Invisaligns. And mm-hmm. Right. I, know, I liked the exclamation point yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, the intro. I took out my Invisaligns and this is the album. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about Goodbye? Yeah. Scary. Scary video. It reminded me a lot of the last track off of The Human Condition, um, John Bellion's album, Mm -hmm. because there's the song, but then there's the choral breakdown, and there's a bit from each song on the album. Mm Mm-hmm. And she said in an interview, she was like, I hate when albums just end. Mm-hmm. I hate when there's just a song and then it ends. Like, I want a conclusion to my album. So, this song, every single line is the first line from every song on the album. 
that's that's the shit I do like. Yeah. And she did it in a way that it tells a story still. Mm-hmm. So like that just shows you like the thought process behind writing every single song. Her mind. Her mind. <laughs> it's like that glowy brain. Oh, like yeah. Writing songs, writing songs with good transitions. Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> you trans- transcended. But it's really, really good. And it's not long, and it's just like, hurts. Just hurts. Oh, here's a quote. I don't like when albums just end. I don't like when a song just ends an album and then nothing feels like it's actually over. I wanted something to feel like the finish line, to feel like a period at the end. So the idea was to have that please don't leave me be right at the beginning. And then basically the rest of the song is every single song on the album, starting from the bottom to the top. And then when it gets to the top, it just kind of dies down and it feels like it's a goodbye. It almost feels like an R.I.P. I think that was a good way to end an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This album just as a whole was very well put together. Like, I have a select few amount, like, amount of albums that I'm like, yes, this was a great album from beginning to end. Like, I'm going to download it on my Spotify mm-hmm. so that, like, I have it. And this actually made it onto my list of good albums, which is saying a lot because not a lot. Kid Cudi made it up there, though. <laughs> I just, I like, because you can, you can tie an album together by having, like, good flow between songs, but then it takes away from the kind of the variety. Mm-hmm. But this album is tied together in such a, like, specific and pretty subtle way mm-hmm. that it's, it's not obvious to you, but, like, subconsciously it is mm-hmm. obvious. But, like, you have to listen to it and think about it and be like, oh, shit, yeah, no, that is from that, and that is, this mm-hmm. does tie into this. And that's just, like... Coming from a 17-year-old, you're like, how the fuck did that happen, you know? And I don't know, like, I haven't read anything about, like, her influences or anything like that. So I don't know if she has a fresh take on the music industry or what it is, but she does a lot of cool, cool stuff. I I think it's just, like, I mean... People mm-hmm. that age, I, I don't want to say, like, that's, they're still in our generation, but it's like, I feel like we are. We're a separate generation. We're millennials. They're gen, that's true. whatever. Um, they're, that generation of people, like, I mean, a lot of them are really cringy and weird, but there's, like, such, there are some that are just, like, so beyond their years. I mean, I know I keep referencing my sister, but, like, she's the most like this incredible artist and like she's 16 and can just do everything and like is just super intellectual and I'm like they're willing to take risks yeah they're just so like unapologetically just like not flippant but they just they're like I don't care I'm gonna do what I want and I'm gonna do it well because I just I don't care what you say to me you know and I'm like yeah okay I feel like yeah yeah. that's how my 16 year old brother is Mm -hmm. he's very like I don't care what anybody says that. Like, he just, like, joined a jazz band just yeah. because, like, he felt like it. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> Jack is, oh, boy, one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh, boy. <laughs> he, my favorite story of Jack is Josie asked him to go clean out her car before he we went somewhere. And she was like, I'll give you $5. And so he did it. And her mom got home while he was cleaning the car. And he comes up to her and he goes, <laughs> and she gives him five dollars and her mom goes jackson 
your sister does this, this, and this for you, blah, blah, blah. You should not be taking her money. And he took the money and goes, I have no remorse. <laughs> and then he walked away. Yes. I'm proud of him. Yeah, he's, he's a fun personality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so proud of him. He's funny. It's like, I, I do agree, it's like a really a generational thing. And I feel like when you combine, like, intellectual, like, obviously Billy is a really good poet, too, and I think that what makes a good artist is like being a good poet first and then obviously I feel like her brother Phineas the way that he engineered the songs um, like I think having like a sibling duo where you know the maker of the music knows the writer of the music so mm -hmm. well that like he was able to convey like her words into music like I feel mm -hmm. like the words match the music so well for every single song yeah well, and I mean, like, a sibling bond is going to be a little different than just, like, you know, producer-musician bond. Right. Because he does know her, and they're probably similar in taste and similar in style, like, I would assume. And so that probably just makes it a lot easier to get, like, so specific with exactly what she wants. Right. So, yeah. I, um, Good shit. I was going to say, and I forgot what I was going to say. Elo Milo is a video game. Mm -hmm. And two characters are separated. And the whole point of the video game is to get them back to each other. And then once you get them to each other, they hug and they dance. And it's like really cute. And so that's why she wrote a love song called Elo Milo. Because she grew up playing that game. Cute. Yeah, I thought that. And I like I loved, I think that was my favorite song. Because I, I loved 8-bit noises. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. So it sounded very like video game esque, mm -hmm. and like obviously, like that was a creative choice which was done well. But mm -hmm. anything you guys didn't like? I didn't like the tarantula in the mouth. That's it. <laughs> Just because I have a lot of tears. <clears throat> I thought for sure you were gonna shit all over the beginning of eight. No, I was. I, I was like it. I was pretty into all of this. Um, really? Yeah. Because you're super against. Welcome to my kitchen type voices, and that yeah. is like the definition of welcome to. Yeah, my kitchen voice. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't like. I don't like that. But like, I feel like just in the context, I was like, okay, like it didn't bother me. It didn't. I like the rest of the song a lot. Yeah, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't so jarring because it wasn't a surprising thing that was happening. So yeah. I was like, whatever, mm -hmm. it's fine. You know. I always like to listen to it. Like obviously, listen from very beginning to the very end. Yeah. And then like go back to my favorite songs and I've never gone back to eight like I've only listened to it once all the way through and I can't get past the beginning of it like I just don't like that at all welcome to my kitchen <laughs> my sister and I do that to each other all the time we'll just be like hey need a glass of water <laughs> <laughs> describe to Evan what a welcome to my kitchen voice was the other day. I was like, have you, you watch the podcast. He watches all of our podcasts, so I know he's heard us do it before. Well, that's, that's one boyfriend that watches all of the podcasts. I like that you say that as if he's going to see that. Right. He hasn't, Luke hasn't watched a single of this. No, he has. He's watched some, but okay. like not, he doesn't keep up. He's like, I want to, I want to watch it on the, on video, Leah. I don't want to just listen to it while I'm doing something else. And I'm like, just listen to it while you're doing something else, please. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the thing I make. It'd be cool if you would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Abby, come with you and YJ. <laughs> oh, man. Man, what a, what a happening. <coughs> I don't know what I just said. What a happening? What a happening? Panic at is in my search bar. Panic <laughs> at? Anywhere. Um, everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. That's what I'm usually doing is panicking. 99% of the time. So, it's fine. I like last night, you, she reaches across the table and she goes, I have an anxiety stomach ache. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the finger touch, but Taylor will just, she goes like this to people. Yeah. yeah. She's just I Because like, yeah. I do this to get people's attention. Yeah. And then, and then generally just, people do that like, and then oh. I touch. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you just like do this. And then she just, and then she lets go. I have an anxiety stomach ache. <laughs> I did the whole night. And I was like, and I went, be glad. That was my response. <laughs> you went, Go away. <laughs> Be glad. I love my favorite thing about you is when you throw things with your hand. <laughs> she doesn't actually toss anything. She just she goes like this a lot. It's gone. Also, did you see what Chris asked me last night? He goes, I wanna know what percentage of you of your life you spend like this. <laughs> I said a high. A high percentage. Portion. You do. Just your first and that's my that's my uh, and you going like this. So you wipe yeah. your tears a lot. <laughs> oh my god, you know what Luke's been doing to me? This is so great. I'm sorry. He will, he'll come up to me and he'll like give me a hug and be like, come here, give me a kiss. And I'm like, okay, why are you being, like, you're not usually like super lovey. And then he has really watery eyes. He'll start trying to like wipe. And I'm like, get the fuck. Oh, Evan and I will wipe Far our, away from me. Wipe our watery eyes and then we'll go, tear on you. Ew. Violin <laughs> just directly sneezes into my face. Oh. Just <laughs> <laughs> but in retrospect, I love my like, so much. Probably like oh two weeks into dating him, I like sne just sneezed on him. And I was like, you're welcome. Like I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's super gross, I thought it was funny. And now he's just in revenge. Like three years of Mylan just turning and being like Laughing all over me. Mylon's so funny. Wow. Anytime I'm over, he's like, so when are we moving in together? He like wants the three of us to live together. Yeah. Without Evan. He's like, yeah, he can come too. But he's like, most importantly, he wants all three of us to live together. That's good. That's really wholesome. I'm glad. Yeah, he's a good guy. Except when he sneezes on. I deserve it though. I would be, I would... I would cry, I think, if Luke just sneezed directly on me. I I can't handle the snot is gross. Yeah. I can't handle it. He does he will um he'll also come and try to give me hugs and then like itch his face on my shoulder. And I'm like, you have two hands and they work. <laughs> There's no reason for you to do that. You're only affectionate when you want to wipe something on me. And that's disgusting. <laughs> They're like, I, they're like, come here, I love you so much. <laughs> Get off. Oh, boy. Oh, should we probably move on? Honestly. It's been wild. Final thoughts. Final Anyone? thoughts? Bueller, Bueller. Mm, I saw this tweet that was really funny. It was like, Billie Eilish tweeting that she was going to seduce your dad at 17. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I saw one that was like, girl, go back to AP government. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> Man. That was, I think that was my only critique, like, my only, only critique of the album. I was like, damn, Billy. Like, you are seven. Careful. Careful, young lady. You're treading into Please. dangerous territory. Make good choices. The breakdown of bad guy at the end 
French Kiss. Mm-hmm. Just so good. Yeah. The music, like the French, music video. French Kiss. <laughs> yeah, because that's how you get. <laughs> Uh, Luke does that too. He'll be like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Oh yeah, I think my boyfriend. Don't does, be gross. Definitely does the. I, my face is licked all the time. Uh, Whatever. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. What were you saying? Uh, we were very intimate. Like we have a very very close relationship. Yeah. No. It's it's we're all right there with you know. Yeah. Every couple has like super weird gross things that they do, and then you tell people, and they're like. You do what? And you're like, listen. Um. Or they're like, yes, also. Yeah, also. We too do that. It's a thing. It's just a thing. They're they're weird, weird creatures. Mm-hmm. They are weird creatures. Um, What's tell your, us what your sorry. boyfriends do on Don't. Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, What's boy, Facebook, boyfriend things, <laughs> uh, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, all the places. We have Friday Face playlist. Honestly, I'm probably gonna put all six of these songs that we've listed as our Go favorites ahead. on it because why not who even listens to that playlist anymore um me. next week <laughs> no regard <laughs> jesus next week we're talking about khalid's new album free spirit and i think um the teens are really gonna love this episode and the next episode because the teens both of these albums chris said it last night this is the first album that made him realize, oh, this music is made for people that's, that are younger than me. Do yeah. you, I love, excuse me, I'm not an old person, clearly, but I feel I like I have feel. stepped in fully to this complete disconnect from anybody under the age of 20. Yep. I'm just not, I'm not angsty. I mean, yeah, I would say I'm not angsty anymore. I was an angsty teenager, mm-hmm. and like, as an angsty teenager, I totally relate to Billy's album. But as a 23-year-old with an office job, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, staple your tongue, maybe. I don't know. I Come might on. have done that five years ago, but now that could leave a scar. Yeah. So. <laughs> you think about the repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I literally, like, I feel like I've, there was just, like, this switch. I was like. I'm, I want to rebel, I want to do a rebel on, as in dye my hair and get piercings and tattoos and do all this like mm-hmm. crazy, like just, just total disregard for angsty shit. any thought of anything that could ever happen to me. And then, and then I just like shut down and was like anything that could possibly bring me any type of harm, conflict, anything. I don't. I don't want to be involved. I mean, this look, at, safe look at my goddamn sweater, okay? <laughs> like, look at me. I look like an elderly person 100% of it's the time. Okay. I act like an elderly person. I feel physically like an elderly person. Like the back of an elderly person. God, man. Last night at rehearsal, this is another sidebar. I'm sorry, we keep dragging this on. We were doing this, like, thing. I have to be a prisoner, and we were, like, handcuffed. And we were, like, doing this gross stuff. And I was like, Bleh. And then she's like, you're convincing me that you're in physical pain. Like, can you confirm that you're not? And I was like, no, I'm great. And I was like, yeah, my back is out. <laughs> far, far out. I it's been thrown out the window. I had full-on scoliosis. <laughs> I, <laughs> ouch. What are you saying, That's it. I, I, no, maybe, I don't know.
Sorry. Sometimes I, I just talk, but I don't know what I say. Words come out, and I hope that it, they go together and make a sense. <laughs> no, Michael Scott, is, you should never, for any reason, under any circumstances. Man, I reference that so often. That I relate to that so heavily. Just start talking, and you're like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Where I'm going with that. I, I but, hope I have the end of this sentence. God. Why use more word than few word do trick? <laughs> Luke has tried to do that to me. <laughs> and I'm like, say a sentence. Full sentence, please. I'm mad. He also does these, like, he just abbreviates words with just letters. So, like, I've, I've picked up on how to interpret, you know, via context clues. <laughs> But there was one time, there were some things like, you know, T-Y and Y-W, like the normal ones. One time, he said, he sent me S-F-R, and I said, what is that? And he goes, shrimp fried rice. <laughs> oh, duh. And I was like, how was I supposed to know that? And he goes, context. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. That just looks like you sat on your keyboard, homie. Yeah. And now, now I, like, he... H, like HFS is a hot fudge sundae, specifically from McDonald's. Like that's just what an HFS is, and I, I've kind of learned the language. But my God, that's it. That's it. That's my story. That's really good. I should stop talking. So this podcast is at ninety-two hours long. Um, Josie, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I had a really good time. And you guys, thanks you for being here. Thanks, thanks you. you. <laughs> thanks you. Has my hair looked like this the whole time? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Have a musical Monday. Oh, music Monday at Music Monday cast. <laughs> fuck it, honestly, fuck it. We didn't.